0: Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas trading floor. Well, we've gotten we're getting uh, closer into the week. The market has rebounded a little bit, not so much, and um, it looks like we're you know (laughs) we're headed up. But it's very very important right now. We've we've had violations on several of the indexes, like the like the S and P 500 and the QQQ. We got to be real careful right now as the market is still not, we, we really don't want to be fully invested right now. I know that there's some, some bounces. It's, we want to look for very good setups right now. So we got to be a little bit careful. I just want to be, you know, kind of, you know, cognizant of that. Uh, I'm currently uh, only about 50%, only about 75%. I'm, I'm, I'm about 75% in cash and so I'm I'm out of the market, uh, not really out of the market, but I'm looking for opportunities. So right now it's not a good time to be, you know, you know, be putting everything on the table. It's good to be uh, having a cash reserve because we still don't know if, you know, we've gotten support here, but we're in right now the market is in a uptrend under pressure. So I kind of want to, you know, go through that with, uh, with everyone here. So the market is, you know, it's still in an uptrend under pressure. So we've got to be, we've got to be very cautious right now. Uh, more so than we normally, norm, more so than we normally would be. Um, you know, we just, we have to be a little bit cautious on the market. And uh, it, you know, the uptrend is still under pressure. And, and basically, basically it, the signal from, from the Fed is that they're going to the taper. Uh, and, and, and so we're going to see some interest rates possibly moving up the, the dow is has been moving down so right now it's just a little bit dicey to to really really put on huge positions here's what i recommend you know instead of going in with a full or even a half position consider possibly a quarter position because you know it, it, you know what i'm saying is that with the uncertainty you got if you're going to go in and and buy stuff there is stuff out there you want to kind of go smaller right now so that's kind of that's kind of my you know that's sort of my take on it Uh, You want to go a little bit smaller. Just wanted to also update you on NVIDIA. NVIDIA made a very, it rose about 3% um, today. And so it's, it's, it's getting some strength. It looks like it gotten some support at the 10 week moving average. And um, you know, but the shares basically peaked on August 30th uh, at 230 uh, 43. So, you know, I I still have some Nvidia, but I am I am you know, but I did I did sell my positions on based on stops. So, you know, we we it looks like we've stopped the decline. I don't want to you know, it's not it's not ever very good to to own a stock if it's below the 50-day moving average, and so it, it just that's that's a really that's a really big thing. So I lightened up tremendously, but there is a dip right now, so we possibly could potentially look to start coming into the stock. This would be a bargain kind of area that where you could, where you could buy on NVIDIA. So it's not necessarily bad time to be in NVIDIA, but I just think it's careful. I think we got some support today, but you know, you never know. This is a tough market to trade. NVIDIA is a premier stock. It's an investment grade stock. And I'm still very, very bullish on NVIDIA, but uh, you know, you we've got to be a little bit careful here because if the market goes into a full retreat, you know, even, even a stock as strong as NVIDIA is going to retreat. So this possibly, if you, you, you might be a good time to nibble here, maybe a quarter position might work. Um, You know, I'm looking possibly uh, tomorrow to see how it holds up, probably to go in uh, and, and, and do something on that as well. But NVIDIA definitely should be on your watch list. It's a premier stock. It looks like it's gotten some support and maybe we can come back into it. This is sort of the weekly chart here, just kind of want to show you, you know, it got support right at that right at that um uh you know, it's 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 getting it's getting some support right at the 50 day line, so that's a very very good sign that it, that it didn't drop below the buy point, so that's looking very very good. Um, you know, yesterday of course it was it was tough because you know, yesterday it was just uh, you know, it was just one of those things where it didn't. It wasn't looking right, and um, you know. Uh, but hopefully, Nvidia has gotten some support. I think it probably has, and I'm going to probably be starting to add back into my position. I still have a small position. I did sell off some of it as it as you know. I did sell into strength on this a little bit, uh, but I'll be coming back into Nvidia with some of my cash. But this, I kind of want to put this on everyone's radar here because it potentially could be a very good opportunity. Also wanted to show you the stock of the day. Now, this is also very interesting. This is bounced off of the 50-day moving average. So this is something that you might want to look at. It's Snap. And I think everyone pretty much knows Snap. Now, here's what I like about Snap. And I may be going into this one as well. There is a buy point at at 80.95. Currently, we're at 78.44. So we're a little bit early um before uh, you know we're a little bit we're, we're a little bit um before the the actual buy point i do think if it holds tomorrow you possibly could um start nibbling on this one maybe a quarter position i definitely think it's worthwhile now it's true we may get it we and, and this is the thing it's dangerous to really put on big positions right now because of the condition of the overall market we are pulling you know the overall market is you know it's it's it, it's fragile right now and it may pull back so and if and so that's why if you do decide to do this one, be very careful. Put it in a very small position, it's kind of a starter position, a quarter position possibly, and put your stop losses really tight on this one. Uh, if you were to buy Snap right now at 78, I would recommend having like a 75 dollar stop loss on this one, just because you need you know if the, if if it's if if the whole market moves down 10 or 20 percent which it very well could be because we've moved from a con- confirmed uptrend to an uptrend under pressure you know this will get this will get damaged as well but right now snap is set up very nicely it's uh it's coming off of the 50 uh, 50-day moving average and it's looking pretty good but and it's up two dollars today up and with 30 percent up um you know 30 percent up in volume but we've got to be careful with this because you know, again, the overall market is is weakening. I want to see some more strength in the overall market. I want to go from an uptrend under pressure to uh, a confirmed uptrend. I think, you know, and so really until then, we've got to be super careful. But there is a buy point eighty ninety five, and it's uh it it's called a base on base pattern. It's a good pattern to buy on and uh you know it 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 shows potentially a lot of um you know you know potentially a good uh, a good place to be um, Macy's uh, is uh, here's the, my current holdings Macy's it's up today this was you know Palantir I, I do have a fairly large position in Palantir I really like this one and I'm trying to build a position in Palantir because I do think that if the market can continue on its upward trend this should do very well uh, still in Robert half doing well there. Uh, top builds coming back the the XLE is is back um, was up tremendously on Goldman today up $9 and 51 cents. So I don't know exactly what that means, but we're up, you know, we're up significantly on that. And of course we're up on Perk and Elmer. So this is kind of my, the stocks that I'm holding long right now. And uh, that kind of gives you, that kind of gives you, um, kind of gives you an idea of the, uh, on that. So I did want to show you, um, I, I I did, I did want to show you um, a little bit on, um, <clears throat> on the, the you know kind of update you on the trade uh, on let's see if I can pull this up on um, um, the the trade for um, Tesla the, the Tesla spread trade that we had out there uh, yesterday so let's see if I can pull that up I'm, I'm pulling up the the slide deck on that and I've updated it. Uh so hopefully I've updated it properly. <laughs> Sometimes I don't do it right. So this is the this is the spread trade. Let's see if I if I did that right. Did I did I get that? Yeah, I did. Okay. So this is the spread trade that was that was on the uh action trade alerts. Um I mean that 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 was on that that uh you could you can take a look at. And let's just pull that up. There we go. Okay, so this is the bull calendar the the bull calendar spread on Tesla. Uh, And then we did enter it yesterday. So I kind of want to update you sort of on kind of where we're at today. The closing price for Tesla today was 751.72. And so therefore, when we opened the trade yesterday, it was about it it is it was at about 739. Actually, I have it at 740 here. So we've gone essentially from it being even on this spread trade. So basically we're up about $82. So here's the thing. I'm going to be tracking this. And hopefully I think we're going to get up to about the, 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 about the, the, the 780 range. And if we do, that's going to kind of be where I want to close it, but we could potentially make on this one, you know, about $1,400, you know, if everything goes right. But this is the, this is the, the trade that I opened uh, yesterday and I put out there now this is an out-of-pocket expense of three on, of, of, of dollars per contract pair. And you can see I bought the, yesterday, I bought the October uh, 780 call. And, and then I sold simultaneously the October 8th. And this is, the, this, this, is the, this is why it's a calendar spread because these are different dates, 780 call. And then I received $838 for a total out-of-pocket expense to enter the trade per contract of 903. So this kind of gives you an idea. I have a potential maximum return on this if Tesla moves to 780, which we we don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does, then I could make about 1350 per contract on this one or a return of about $150. Now going back to the going back to where we entered it, we entered it here on the 21st and then today we we had a nice bounce on Tesla, so that's the reason it went up. Now hopefully if we could continue moving up towards that 780, then hopefully by October, you know, in early in October, we could, you know, possibly get close to that 1359, which is the maximum return. Now, typically though, if I'm making good progress here, I'm going to be closing it probably at about 50%. And th- and on this deal, that would be, you know, about basically about 775 range. So I'm, I'm looking to possibly close right in this range. So we'll see if it, if it holds up like that. Um But uh, when, when we went into the trade, this was the, this was the chart and you can see there was a bounce and that's, that's sort of, we're trying to come up to the 780 line and that's where it will pay off. By the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I'm broadcasting all of these things on YouTube at youtube.com Slash Dollar Trading Floor, or if you just want to see everything I'm doing because I don't have the capability yet of broadcasting on um, um, on TikTok directly with the charts, you just go to my profile, click on the link, and then go over to um, scroll down, and then there's a the, then there's a live feed for the for for what I'm running on uh, uh, on um, YouTube. So that's a great way to go there. So, anyways, that's just kind of updates everybody. On the spread trade that we did on um, on Tesla, and I think that's got to so so kind of in action items, you know, spread trade on Tesla. Hopefully, we're going to move up to about the 780 range, and that of course that would pay all the money. And then also <laughs> also uh, possibly looking to nibble a little bit on Nvidia. I do think Nvidia is still really good. I just think that you know the overall trend of the market. We got to be careful with trades today because, you know, we did have a bounce, but remember, you know, this might, it's, it's not necessarily a dead cat bounce, but it, you know, it's not, we're not out of the woods yet is what I'm trying to say. So we got to be, we got to go, go much lighter on, we just, we just got to go much, much lighter on a lot of our, um, you know, we, we just got to go much, much lighter on, on, uh, on everything out there. Kind of want to show you a live chart of the Qs, QQQ, and this is important because the stocks that typically we're trading are are basically gross stocks and they're sort of in the 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 nasdaq the nasdaq and the qqq is the top 100 stocks for the nasdaq it's an etf if you'll notice we had this huge sell-off we had this ver- what they call vertical violation i just want to kind of show you that we had on on monday you know that was the you know you know that was the ever uh, ever grand problem we had this huge vertical violation lots of selling going on there looks like you know we had a recovery towards the end of yesterday but we closed at the bottom of the range and now it looks like we've come back up to the um 50 day to the um uh the 50-day moving average which is which is a good thing so it does look like at least in the short term we are strengthening a little bit on the um you know on the queues so that's the reason that's the reason why you know, to consider possibly, um, you know, possibly nibbling a little bit at Nvidia. Let's go take a look at the Nvidia chart, um, and just kind of take a look at sort of what I'm talking about here with the bounce. So this may be an opportunity to get into the into the stock. As you can see, on Monday we came right down to that that 50-day line, I'm mean, at 40-day line, and then we bounced off of that, and now. We're right back up to the 10-day moving average. That's this little pink line here. So this is a strong bounce, and this is a leading stock. So hopefully, you know, we still could probably start nibbling here. We're, we're right about we're, – we're right at the top of the buy range, but we're at the 21-day line. So I am fairly confident that we're going to see, you know, as long as the market – the overall market doesn't move – south on us, which it might, uh, we're going to see some strengthening in NVIDIA. So I think NVIDIA, possibly, if you're looking, if you have some cash, uh, you know, I have a lot of cash now because I've sold out a lot of my positions. I'm looking to rebalance things. I'm looking to probably come into uh, in, in, into in, into um, NVIDIA. This is giving us a little bit of an opportunity. Also on opportunity land, I want to take a look at Palantir. Uh, PLTR, of course, is the symbol on that one. This one I am fairly heavily invested in, uh, and it does seem to be. It 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 did uh, it did move right down to the to the twenty one day line, but it didn't go any below that. So I think that there is some, still some strong buying going on with Palantir. This might be one that you might want to look at. I I've been building my position in Palantir, and of course on Monday it pulled back, but you know I was able to hold through that. Uh, with a fairly tight stop loss too, uh, I was able to hold through that. So I think that this one, you know, as long as you know we continue in this upper trend, this might be good. This might be a good place too. But I wouldn't go in with anything more than about a quarter position right now. A quarter position would be the maximum that I would go in, just because this market is still really tender. Now, here's the thing, and 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 it's just a rule of thumb. This doesn't always work, but typically. September is the worst month of the year for the stock market. And that's been true for about 30 years. So um, we're, we're about halfway. We're about three quarters of the way. We're in the third week in September. We might start to see some bounce as long as as long as events don't overtake things. But uh, I do think that the Fed is going to continue pumping money into the economy. Now, we're going to see if we get a raise in the, in the, in the debt limit. I just hope that doesn't happen. But if we do, it's likely to buoy up the stock market. So there's a lot of external factors going on right now. So we have to be kind of careful. But typically, September is one of the worst months in the market, statistically. And but coming into October, especially the second two weeks of October, that's sort of where the fall rally begins. Now, does it happen every year? No. But it it, statistically, the fall, the fourth quarter, the fall rally is probably the best quarter now I guess it's because everyone's back at school but you know we're basically you know we're coming in to the fall now we're we're past summer uh the, the September 21st of course is the last day of summer we're the first day of fall so um this is where you know this does typically start a a good uh potentially a very good rally so I just wanted to bring that up to everyone so without further ado thank you for holding on for my kind of thing here um, and I just want to sort of, um, look at, uh, some other stuff here and take the questions. So, um, Farouk basically is talking about, uh, hood, of course that's Robin hood and that's an IPO and you know, Robin hood did, I think it held the record for the most, um, the, I think they signed up like 2 million people, uh, this year. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but it, and 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 they're doing very well but here's the thing I would not buy the stock right now and I'll show you why typically that we want to wait for what they call the IPO base and right now you know definitely people are looking at this stock there's no question but it came out it IPOed at 38 it moved right up here to the the uh the top was about 84 and then it's pulled back so it's not time to buy this yet because we want to see some strength we don't we want to wait until it probably moves at least above 60 and probably more like 70 and the reason why is because basically when IPO everybody the, the investment bankers sold into that strength okay and then the, the and then the buyers evaporated it came down this is the typical this is the typical pattern with an IPO, no matter how good it is. And now we're starting to see some uptake, some uptake finally. But still, right now I just don't think you can buy this. You're gonna to have to wait until until it shows strength. And I think that the first level that it's going to show strength at is going to be about sixty. One of the things I want to one of the things I want to show you here is the volume. And this is so key when you're when you're looking at things. You notice how the volume is tapering down. The reason that is is because As more and more people buy hood, um, there's less and less people selling it. So I want to wait until we start to see the price come up and the volume come up. Now we're starting to see that. We're starting to see that very little volume and a a big rise in price. But what I want to see here, what I want to start to see is I want to see a rise in price and a rise in volume. And we don't have that yet. So right now, what you're going to have to do With hood, I believe, is uh, basically to, you know, it's, you know, you know, you know, watch list this one. And wait. For the completion. Of the. I, I'm going to put in the IPO base. All right. So, um, so, so basically what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what we're looking to do here is we want to watch this, this one, out. it's not time to buy it though. There's some, there's some very good, you know, there's, there's some, there's some good action going on here. Uh, with this there there's some good action I want to show you kind of do a little fundamental analysis here this is technical analysis here but what but when we look at the price and earnings and those kind of things that is that is what they call um you know that that is that is what that is what they call um, fund that's what they call fundamental analysis so I'm going to kind of uh show you that we've had some very very nice look at look at the look at the sales on 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 uh, Robinhood. Excellent. You know, 200, 248, 340, uh, 309, and, and 137. This is all sales. But remember, they're still losing money. Okay. They're still losing money. They haven't become profitable yet. They're just starting to turn the corner with a 2% uh, cash flow this per share. This, um, this quarter, so it's not time to buy this yet. It's not time to buy this yet. It's but but the but it but it is watch listable, and that's and that's the thing. It is watch listable. So we want to wait until we have the 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 uh, completion of this IPO base. So um, typically, the the IPO base probably will um, be complete if if we can hold above about sixty dollars a share. So that's the that's where you kind of want to look to possibly get into hood after it moves up. You say, Jim, why do you want to buy something that, you know, why do you want to buy something that's more expensive? Why? Because we want to make sure that, that we have got, we have removed all of the quote unquote, we can't. the people that are willing to take the, the, the ask, the, the people that are willing to take the bid price and not hold out for the ask price. What makes a stock go up? Is that you run out of uh, you run out of sellers that are willing to take the um, the they are willing to take the bid price, and and you only have people that are willing to take the ask price. So in order to buy a share, you have to you have to go all the way up to the ask, and that pushes the price higher. So right now we still have a lot of weak hands in Robinhood, and so we need to watch this. We need to wait for the IPO base to complete. And it moved on a sustained basis with good volume above about 60. So that's kind of my analysis on Robinhood. Good stock and great question. Um, it's just, um, you know, we just got to wait on it. It's just not time. It's just not time. So it's a watch list. Let's look at Visa. This is a very good question, by the way. Uh, let's look at V. And, of course, that's the symbol for Visa. Um, Visa... It's obviously a much more mature, but the problem with Visa is that we have this downward trend. I want to show you this. I have a reversal line that I've put in on Visa, and I'm going to reactivate that line. And it does seem like it has just moved above that line, but there's still a problem. I'm going to reactivate this. Um, I'm going to to reactivate this one, too, because if you can see this black line here, that's the that's the two hundred day moving average Visa has just moved above the two hundred day moving average, but it is still very 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 weak so I would not add here, but i would i i I would consider adding if we can move above uh if if we can move above the twenty one day line, which would be about two twenty six we're at two twenty two now so we're very very close so here's kind of what I recommend. If you are moving into uh, Visa, which I do think is an excellent stock, by the way, and 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 it's the kind of stock that 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 um, that 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 you could de- you could definitely move into. But what I what I would recommend on this one is doing a buy stop limit order with the stop price being equal to. With the 21-day line, and I know that I know this is kind of. I, I hope I'm not. <laughs> I hope I'm not being too too obtuse, but 21-day uh, line, which is about um, which, which is which is about 225.50, and then I would put in a limit equal to 225.60. And basically, what I'm talking, what I'm doing here, is that I think the way to buy this to, to buy this is as it's reversing higher and moving beyond this 21 day line and getting some support, because it looks like based on the, based on the volume, it, it looks like the weak hands are being taken out and we're getting people fewer and fewer are willing to sell. So as you can see the volumes tapering off and the price is going up. That's a very good sign because that means that people that have been holding this are now, um, are 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 now um you know people that have been holding this are now less willing to sell so we have more strong hands and that will make it move up but i want to see it i want to see it confirm that twenty one day line and here's how to do it there's a special kind of order that you can put in called a buy stop limit order and basically what it does is it doesn't it doesn't activate the 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 order to buy it until it gets beyond a certain plate, the stop price. So if with a buy stop limit order, if if the price of visa goes above 220 50 then an order for an order to buy shares at 22560 is placed, and you will capture that. And the reason the, the advantage of this is that this this kind of order will will only activate if the stock is moving up. And that's so so important. You don't want to catch a falling knife, you don't want to buy a stock as it's pulling lower. And that's the way most people buy it. So if even if you're buying the only other choice is doing is doing you know a limit order or a marketer. And I I don't like those when you're trying to get a reversal, like with Visa. With Visa, you want to make sure that it's moving up, and then you want to buy as it's moving up. And that's what this buy stop limit order does. After it moves above. 22550, then it's activating an order at 22560 to buy this to to buy the shares. Now, on this one, I probably would not buy any more than about a quarter or a half position. And what do I mean by that? Well, (laughs) what I mean by that is think of your portfolio as a pizza, and the pizza has eight slices. That's one full position. So no matter how good a stock is, you never want to buy more than one full position at a time. So even if the stock is looking great, you never want to buy more than, um, you never want to, you never want to buy more than about 10 to 12% um, value in your portfolio at any one time. So with, but, but because we're in a market that is, is, is weak, it's, it's been pulling back. We we're moving from a confirmed up to an under pressure. We want to, we want to buy less. So if we did this by supplement order, I would recommend only doing a quarter position, which would be a position, which is one eighth and, 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 um, uh, and basically a quarter of that. So basically I'm looking, you know, to possibly go in with about 4% value in the portfolio. So a full position is one eighth or about 12.5% of the value of the portfolio divided by uh, in uh, but by, by four, and that's going to give us you know uh, that's going to give us about three three uh, percent of the value of the portfolio. That's the maximum that I would go in there. But I think I think that um, I think that Visa is a very good buy and it's potentially good. But don't but but don't jump the gun. That's the main <laughs> that's the main thing. It's very tough. Let's take a look at Dinoš. Thank you. Um, how would you approach apps? I'm in at fifty. Nice. Uh, which is currently exploding. Um, I already took profits at 65 pyramid. And again, I probably would. Boy, that's great. I you know, I wish I wish I was I wish I was with you on that one. Dinesh. That's that's excellent. That's excellent. Um, let's let's take a look. You're in at 50. Boy, boy, that that is that is that is very nice. Let's let's kind of analyze that chart uh, Dinesh. Um, I really, really like it. So you're in at 50. So you're right in here. Wow. Boy, that is that is very very nice look at that look look at that everyone it's right in there at 50 beautiful beautiful i would be a little bit i probably wouldn't have done this i probably would have done this this is a little bit a little bit uh, bold here to buy it at 50 but it's a great company it, you bought it at 50 i probably would have waited until it moved beyond the 200 day line i probably would, i'm more interested in buying it right now but it does look like indeed we do have a reversal. So I'm going to put the old reversal line in here. What do I mean by this? Well, when a stock starts to move and change direction, right for, for from basically March until really recently, um, digital turbine was in a downward trend. And you can see that's why I drew this line through the peak and then several intermediate ones. So this is as long as the, the action is below this line, it's declining. But now we have crossed above this reversal line, and now the direction has changed. And you could see this in the, also by the, uh, and this is very interesting, I think. Um, we can also see this by the volume. Do you notice how the volume is falling off? But the volume, the, it's mostly buying volume in here. Look at that. Isn't that good? Boy. And so I think it was very smart that you sold into strength at 65. But here's the thing, I would probably be interested in buying more. Uh, I wouldn't buy a lot more, but I would start the pyramid because now when you're pyramiding, the way I like to do it is one third, one third, one third. So if you've got a one third uh, price, uh, you know, at, 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 if you've got a one third price at 50, then you could go in and your average price with another third or maybe so size of position you're, you're, you're going to raise your, your, your cost, your, your average cost, but you're still going to be, you know, you're still going to be right at 60. So that's an excellent turn there. That's an excellent turn. So I think that you could continue to just add to the position. Now, I wouldn't, now here's the thing you always want, you don't want to, you, you, you want to go in usually a third, a third, a third, or a half, a quarter, a quarter, because if you go in heavier than that, typically you um t- Oh, Um, let me, let me, um, let me just, I, I've got to take this call just, just a second. And, uh, let me just, let me just do this off the air. Hold on one second. Hi, Mervin. All right. (laughs) I guess I had, I guess that call, uh, um, didn't, didn't come in. So I'm going to, I'm going to call back here in, in just a little bit, um, So anyways, uh, that is that's how that's how I would handle that. So but very congratulate yourself. That is a very good move. It's a good stock as well. I mean, digital turbine is excellent, but I I definitely would consider um, I I would definitely consider moving into that a little bit more. So uh, let's look at the next question. FRSH. This is not a stock. I don't know if I'm FRSH. I don't know if I'm what I'm doing on this one. Freshworks. Ooh, I don't think I would probably be into this one. I know I, I think I know the company. It's sort of like a a, a cloud-based um you know uh, it's sort of a cloud based thing. I you know what? I would probably I'd wait on this one. I, I would wait on this one. Uh it it looks like it's just IPO'd. I, I just I would wait. I, I would wait until it forms a base. So that that's that's my that that's my humble opinion with freshworks i it, i mean it, it it may be very very good but i think that i think the thing is you just wait uh until it forms an i p o base so this is a watch list that's 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 basically that's basically the um, you know, that, that's, that's basically how I how I would say it. So basically I think you got to wait on this one until it forms an IPO base because this is just not ready to go. It just came out of the door. I think you want to see it make a let's see, let's see how this one trades. There's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, there's a, there's apparently a lot of selling going on. So this is an IPO just come out. And, uh, but I, I, I wouldn't buy it until there's an IPO base. It's only got a 33 checklist. So I, I, ipos are tough to buy they can be very profitable but typically i like to let them season and get you know and get into them about you know a month uh, at least three at least three months into them to see how it's going to trade overall but this is this is a watch list uh so i would wait and until it forms an ipo base on this one uh before i would you, you get into it i just i just would uh, whoops, sorry <laughs> he's there <laughs> sorry about that but anyways well thanks thanks for that um and that that's a very good question interesting and thanks for bringing that to my attention i hadn't been i hadn't been following uh fresh um um uh fresh books i i know i uh i know they have a lot of users and it is a competitor potentially for Intuit. uh buying uh facebook for the long term well here's the thing um and I and I and I want to put this out there, and I know this sounds kind of harsh, and I don't want to be harsh, but you know what? In the long term, we're all dead, okay? So, buying for the long term is not necessarily the best strategy. I mean, yes, some people just set and forget, and they they never come back and they do that. But you know what? If you get a violation, this is why you use stop losses. You just don't, you know. Sometimes you're right, and you can ride something, and it's just great, and it's going to be right forever. And Facebook definitely is in that category. But here's the thing: it's you notice, you know, this is why this is why stops are so important. We've lost support here at the 50A hours. We've got a lot of selling. This is a sell signal, folks. This is a sell signal. Okay? Volume is dropping, volume is increasing and and prices dropping, okay? What that says to me? And as you notice the prices, if you look at the last thing, more and more people are wanting to sell. You see how that is? see how that is so the price is dropping more and more people are wanting to sell until it reaches equilibrium i'm afraid it's very likely that facebook is going to continue down why because you you see that ramp up there you see how more and more people want to sell and the price is going down that tells me that there's more sellers there's more what they call weak hands who want to sell than there are strong hands so right now I would not be holding this if i was down more than seven percent so i think it's very very important that you you know that you um uh you know that you're that you that you're prudent about this so here's what i would do i you know you know um and and, and i and i know this can be painful so I, i'm not trying to uh you know single anybody out here but you you want you know if you are down more than seven percent so i i just i i it and and, and and wait wait for another uptrend you just you just want to do that because um you 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 want to you want to wait for that next uptrend you don't you want to sell you know oops you want to you want to sell when you can because because it looks to me based on this chart that we're going to see a little bit more possibly a little bit more deterioration now will it will will will, will that be the end of the game no it's probably going to come down and probably come down to this black line that's the 200 day moving average it's right here okay that's probably where we're going to get support now i may be totally all wet it may just reverse and go higher and and then you say jim you're you're wrong well, yes, I've been wrong many, many times, <laughs> many, many times. But what I want to show you here is how it's trading. You notice how every time it, it sort of bounces, it goes, it bounces there, it bounces there, it bounces there, it bounces there. It's getting support basically on these index lines. What happened on Monday was it lost support at the 40-day line, and it just kept on dropping. Now, it did, it did come back a little bit yesterday yesterday. This is what they call a dead cat bounce. A dead cat bounce, but today more selling. So I'm seeing the more people want to sell right now than want to buy. And those are called weak hands. And so the weak hands are in control. The, the volume is moving up and the price is moving down. So I do think, I think that with Facebook, we're probably likely to see it get support right here at about this this black line, and that would be if we were if we were at that black line, that would be about three ten. So I think this could possibly fall and easily fall another thirty dollars a share, or about or, or approximately ten percent. So I think that we could lose another ten percent. So wouldn't it be better to sell now and then wait to see if this thing goes down and get support at the at the at the at the fifty at the, um, the two hundred day line, and then as it's moving up, buy as it's moving up remember you don't want to catch a falling knife that's the that's the big that's the thing that you've always got to be you, you always 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 got to remember and it's this is an extremely hard lesson to learn I'm not sure that you know I'm not always right on this but statistically you don't want um, oops, to buy a falling knife And that's, that's a really good you know that's a really good thing you always want to buy something as it's as 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 it's as it's moving higher you just don't want to buy a falling knife and right now with facebook at least in the interim it's probably going to go it's probably unless it reverses which i don't think it's going to because i'm looking at this relative strength line i think it's going to get support but i think it's not going to get support at the red line it's going to get support at the black line and that's the 200 day line so I think this could easily fall another 10% or $30 a share approximately. So here's what I would do. If I was down more than 7% on this one, I would sell it and wait for a better trend for, for it to trend up. So you don't want to, you don't want to be buying as it's trending down. You just don't want to do that. Great question from PP on the GBTC. And of course, um, this is a, dbtc is about four percent of the world's bitcoin and and um and and right now i think that there is going to be some 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 weakness in bitcoin because here's what's happening um right now there's there's chinese uh companies that owe a lot of money uh mainly property companies that own a lot of money one is called Evergrande that's borrowed a lot of money from blackrock in new york and a lot of other people and they owe those debts in dollars so they have to come up with dollars. Well, the only way you can get dollars, of course, is by selling things t- that people are willing to pay dollars in now, the traditional way of doing this, of course, is to sell things like oil, which are denominated in dollars and then the, and then those dollars you can pay those debts off. So you would think that when there's a panic, you would think that when there's a panic that you know the price of gold would go up and the price of bitcoin would go up well, not necessarily because the real panic is in the supply of dollars to cover the debts, these, these bond debts. And so right so that means that there's a temporary shortage, even though the, the Federal Reserve is printing money like there's no tomorrow, there's a, te, there's a, there's a, there's a flow of shortage in the amount of, of, of cash out there, dollar-denominated cash. So Bitcoin, people are going to be selling their Bitcoin holdings, to get cash, U.S. dollars, to pay these debts that are in China that are mostly, but there are other places too, that are denominated in dollars. So even though over the long term, Bitcoin probably is going to go up, in the short term, it's probably going to be pressured to go down because of the need for dollars. People are going to be selling their Bitcoin holdings, they're going to be selling their gold holdings, in order to get cash to cover the debt that are on these defaulting mortgages in the property market, primarily in China, but in also other places too. So it seems absolutely counterintuitive with they're pushing, you know, the Federal Reserve is pushing all this cash into the economy. And you're like, well, wait a minute, shouldn't, you know, I mean, obviously there's lots of cash running around. Why, 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 why is, is the value of gold going down? Because we've all been told since the time we were you know, small. You know, gold is the inflation hedge. Well, it's not really. Uh, it's. It, I mean, it's not as much because you can't use gold to pay bonds that are dominated the dollars So right now, there's a shortage of 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 cash to pay the bond interest that's due on the company on 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 the uh, investments primarily in apartments and stuff like that in China, and because of that and because of that there's not enough dollars so many of the chinese investors are liquidating their investments both in the united states and in china to get dollars to pay those bonds back so that's why you got to be careful so here's the thing with the gbtc right now the gbtc has has pulled up right up to the 40 day line i don't think it's a good time it it's i don't think it's a good time to possibly buy it i want to see it reverse above about 41 but right now I'm a little bit leery with the entire with the price of Bitcoin, right? I mean the, with with the price of Bitcoin right now. I think, you know, in the short term, Bitcoin could could weaken and fall and, and fall somewhat. So we've got to be very careful. So so right now, I think I would be a little bit careful, a little bit shy about the GBTC, uh, at least for right now. But if we get a strong reversal and it moves above about fifty-five of the GBTC, and it's up today, it's up five percent today and we may be seeing that very soon then i think we could possibly move back into it but remember i still think that even though it's turned up today the gbdc i still think that it's relatively again at least in the short term it's weak and um the, the the price of bitcoin is weak not because bitcoin is going out of style but because um people are liquidating it to pay dollar denominated debt so i think you ought to be careful i would wait on bitcoin I would rate on the GBTC until we see at least above 48. It's currently at 34. So I would kind of watch this, this one. That's sort of how I would play it. But, you know, it's hard to, you know, this this is not a science. This is, you know, mostly, mostly, mostly in our form. So right now I think you've got to be careful. Good question. Thank you, Harry. Um, curious about the software you're using to show the charts. Thank you very much. Well, I use a, I use a streaming software called uh called i use a, i use streaming software uh called Streamyard and um and basically it allows me to show other i have monitors around that have the charts on them and i basically show those uh th- those charts but it lets me it lets me uh, create a mosaic of, of of different overlays in order to do that but that, thank you very much I, that's what i use it's called Streamyard and it's worked pretty good uh jim i am about five percent down on paypal time to hold or double up. Well here's the thing, uh Ricky. Um I love PayPal as you know. I'm a big fan of it. I, I think it I think it really is sort of the future. It you know I think you know I I believe it's sort of you know I think Visa and MasterCard are sort of the past and I think I think PayPal's the future in terms of um you know in terms of payments. I just I, I've had a PayPal account now for God, it's got to be 20. It's got to go be going on 20 years. I because I because I first I think I had a PayPal account way back in 2000 uh, or some sometime around that it was really early. And I've had it forever, but now I think it's finally starting to come into its own. I mean, it's more than it's coming to its own now. I am seeing that we are getting some support at about 266. So I like that now. If you're five percent down, I wouldn't be a seller right now. I wouldn't be a seller on that. I mean, five percent is not. I want to see it go up to at least 7% before I'd be a seller on this. It looks to me, uh, Ricky, like PayPal is getting support at the, at the 200 day moving average, And this is very good because this is showing that even though it's a weak market, PayPal is getting support. So I really like PayPal a lot. Also another thing I'm looking at the volume here. And if you'll notice the volume has been going down and you say, well, Jim, why, why is that important? Well, If the volume is going down that means fewer people are willing to sell and it looks as if the people that are willing to sell are now based on this blue bar here they're only willing to sell really at the ask price so i don't think i think that we've hit a bounce here you see i think it's going to bounce i think it's bounced right at the bottom of this consolidation and so i do believe we're probably likely to see this one trade up at least in the next few days I think we're I think we are like to see it trade up. Now, it, there are some concerns here. Sixty-eight is not the greatest on the relative strength. I would like to see eighty there, but overall, the checklist. Is, I mean, it's not a stellar checklist. I would like to see a better checklist, but overall, I think this is a very very strong stock in a very strong area. And I don't think being down ten percent. I mean, being down five percent is enough. Now, at at seven percent or eight percent, I'm probably a seller. Okay. But I'm not a seller at five percent. I'm just not. I think you need to 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 possibly hold this one, and maybe move the stop loss up a little bit. But I think that you're you know I think that it's looking very good. I think you've I, I think it's a great stock. Uh, currently, I'm not in it, but you know what? If this thing reverses above the 40-day line, I'm probably back in this one. Right now, I'm not in it because it's violated several of my rules. It's below the 40-day moving average. I, I don't like to hold them below that, but the fact that you have it and you're only and you're down five percent, that's not the end of the world. I'd hold this one. All right, um, let's see. Aquin OCGN. I think that's a loan servicer, I believe. OCGN. Let's look at that. And that's Aquin. Yeah, Aquin. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. I thought that was a loan servicer. This is a. This is a. Um, This is a company that does eye diseases um boy i just (laughs) i tell you i just don't have the expertise for a company like this to do any fundamental analysis on this so all i can do here is the technical analysis and what i'm looking at is i'm looking at a trend and the trend i'm looking with unfortunately see that's the trend line is this you know you've heard the saying the trend is your friend well this is the trend line and right now this is trending lower based on based on this quick analysis. So even though it has a relative strength of 99 and it has and, and the volume is looking good because it's falling off but it looks like we're in a very tight pattern here. So this one might might bounce higher but here's the thing it's got a number of check marks against it and especially in this market I have to be extremely careful in that it's less than10 dollars a share. So I know that, you know, I know that that's an issue, but it's only got a 56 checklist. See, I want, I want them, I want 100% checklists or 89 checklists, and I want them in a better area. Now, this biomedical is not bad, 40 out of 197 in terms of the, in, in terms of that, but I still, I'm still really, really leery. Maybe what you might consider instead of this one, a little bit safer way to invest to get exposure to this area is with an ETF called the BIB. And what this is is that you see how the trend of this is up even though it's very very noisy here this is a great way to get exposure to the um the biotech area which is a great area without having to pick individual stocks there's more stocks that are in the biotech area the medical area is very crowded so it's very hard to pick the right winners um so what I recommend for this area is considering a biotech ETF and that's the bib, the B I B (coughs) because I think it's a little easier, but that's my take on it. So I probably (coughs) would not be in that one just based on that. All right. We'll take another question. Um, Gary, thank you very much. These are great questions. Um, Palantir, we did kind of cover that a little bit, but let's, let's, um, I'm, I'm currently in Palantir myself and I do really like the company, Uh, and I did buy it. I've been buying it and accumulating a position as it's moved above the buy point, and it's reversed. This is the reversal line, this black line here that I've drawn in here. We've definitely moved from it going lower to basically about at the beginning of August last month. That's when it changed, and it, it changed character, and Palantir started to move higher. We moved past this 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 cup with handle and we got to this first buy point which was twenty five of twenty-five uh, ninety-four. Now it's held above that even though the market has been has, even though the market has been um has has really is really weakened. But here's the thing I like about Palantir. Look at this volume. This is very interesting. We've we've got we've got the prices are going up for Palantir. But the volume, the volume is going down. So what that means is that the weekends are getting, are getting pushed out. And so instead of being able to buy this at the, um, buy this at the uh, ask prices, the, uh, and, and instead of the weekend selling at the ask prices, I mean the bid prices, excuse me, in, in uh, bid prices, <coughs> they're having to pay the act the, they're having to pay the ask prices. So there's more strong hands in this, and I think we're starting to see some nice strength. And this is the key. I think that we're seeing some strength in in Palantir. Now, um, there's a lot of interest in this in this issue. This is a this is a it's got a very very good checklist considering it, the age of the stock. It's it, I mean it, it was an IPO, so it hasn't been around for 20 years. Um, so we have we have a very good checklist. We have seven out of nine criteria. Our EPS rating. Earnings per share is less than eighty percent. Okay, it's a relatively new company. I could I could take it, and it's it's more than fifteen percent of a, off its all-time high, but it make it makes all the cr- other criteria. The relative strength is eighty percent. That means it's in the top twenty percent of shares right now. It's being accumulated by the funds. This is A, B, or C, so it passes that. The earnings per share percentage gain last quarter is twenty percent. You see. Right there, sales gain 20%. The current price is above $10. So a lot of good stuff is going on with this stock. Let's look at the number of funds that are investing in it. And this is key. Last quarter, there were 193 funds. Notice how every quarter, the number of funds goes up. But last quarter, it was 193 and it's 517. So that means it's more than doubled since last quarter. So I really like this I really like this one. I'm going to take a look at all of the funds that are basically in um that are, that are basically in Palantir and you can see many of these are A plus funds. Look at that. Vanguard uh, Vanguard's in this heavily so uh, there's a, a very strong fund ownership here. I think rather, you know this if I if it can hold up this is probably in the next in the next few weeks, in the next few months, this is probably going to be one of my, become one of my major holdings based on the strength that I'm seeing. Now, can can I be wrong on this? You betcha I can be wrong on it. But what I'm seeing here on Palantir is that this might be a good time to start accumulating Palantir because the funds are accumulating Palantir. And it's true, um, you don't want to catch a falling knife, but on the other but on the, the kind of the flip side of that a rising a, a rising tide you know raises all boats i think it's i think that's how you say it and that's what we have we have a rising tide of fund ownership on palantir right now which is strong and so if you just get in that boat you may go up a little bit so i think it's a good time to pot, i don't say i don't say go in you know with both feet i say you know gradually gradually come into the stock i'm probably going to be very more and much more invested in palantir by the end of the year than i am now i've been buying it i've been accumulating it so i do think that based on the, what i'm seeing with many of the funds that are in it the very good a plus funds and the action of the stock i think that it may have been based and now it may start it's run up i'm hoping that's the case but uh, i think it's a very good stock and i think you definitely that's one you can put at the top of your list that's, that's, that's the, that's the one you could definitely put, uh, at the top of your list. Okay. Thank you, Stevie, for this. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for saying that. I do, I do appreciate that. Um, I have a face for radio, so anyways, um, let's look at WNT. Of course, this is, uh, you know, you know, one of the great stocks also, also, you know, Walmart, I don't think I don't think people are going to stop shopping at Walmart, okay? At least not at least not right now. I'm shopping. I shop at Walmart all the time. Now, that said, do you want to hold Walmart at this level? Well, this is kind of a slow and sure wins the race kind of kind of kind of um kind of stock, which is which is which is a good thing. I mean, Walmart Walmart is in a consolidation range. It's it's basically consolidating from there to there. And currently we're, we are what we did is that it basically what's walmart is is basically has resist has has a floor about 126 125 and a ceiling of about 152 okay as you can see it came right up to the right up to the the, the ceiling it couldn't push past it and now it's going to go down so it's probably going to fall a little bit it probably is not going to fall all the way down to to the consolidation here i doubt that but I have a feeling we're going to see it fall down to probably this line here. This is the 200 day moving average. The reason I think that is because many of the trading platforms are algorithmic and what they'll do is they'll trade on a particular index line. This is the one that almost all of them use. It's the 200 day moving average. Most funds will not buy something that's below the 200 day average. Now they may hold it, but they know it not make any new buy. So I do suspect we're going to probably get some support there. I don't know if we are, but that's what I'm suspecting. Here's the thing with Walmart. Um, I think that, you know, that we're coming into, this is probably going to be its best typically for retail. Their best quarter is the fourth quarter. So, this is not necessarily a bad time to be, be in it, but I just don't think the performance of this, I don't like it as much. Their sales were up 2%, which for Walmart, believe me, is huge. It's, 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 it's absolutely huge, but I want to kind of show you the fundamentals on this. Um, We typically want to buy stocks that are, that are increasing in sales 20% a quarter. If we can do that, we're going to probably find a stock that's going to move up much faster. Now, these typically are growth stocks, and they're not going to be the size of Walmart. Believe me, 2% increase in sales in a company like Walmart is tremendous because it is such a big company. They have the most revenue. Now, one thing I do like about Walmart is we just continuing to have these very nice profit numbers. They're really good. But I don't believe this one should be the, and, and we have, you know, great cash flow. The question is, is this thing over, overvalued? It's got a fairly, it's got fairly stale earnings and the return on equity is 20%, which is, I, which is, which is phenomenal. But right now I just, at least in the technical action, I probably wouldn't, this probably would not be one that I would chase. I, I, I want to see this thing, see if it gets some support at the uh, 200 day line, and maybe you could buy it if it bounces off that. Uh, and I do think that we're starting to see some support, but, I just think with with Walmart, I wouldn't I wouldn't be selling my position, but I probably wouldn't be buying anymore at this point. Let's look at another stock, the Dow component that's, you know, everybody knows about. And of course, there's only 30 stocks in the Dow. And this is Boeing. This is the largest for many years has been the largest exporter. I wish I had better news on Boeing. I love this company, but I don't love their stock. I mean, I love flying in the airplanes. I think they're great but I just don't like the stock. Currently I have a reversal line on this one and it's trading below that reversal line. So it's in a downward trend, even though we were up today, you see we're up, but we're still in a downward trend. So overall um, you know, I want to see a change in the direction of the stock. I want to see a change in the I, I I want, I want to see a change in the, in the direction um, of, of, of the, of the stock. Um, So, so right now with Boeing, so BA is currently in a downward trend. Currently in a downward trend. Um, so, so no buy. But that's really that's really my take on uh, that's really that's really my take on Boeing. It's just in this downward trend. So it's just not something that we can, we can, we can probably look at. I want to see it move above the 200 day line and that's be at the very, very minimum. So I am not as interested right now in, um, I'm not as interested right now in Boeing. Well, I'm going over and I have, I I've gone over the hour here. Um, and I really appreciate, um, uh, I, I really appreciate Now this is interesting. Um, so you're saying that uh okay, Tesla. Okay, let's do Tesla. I uh just really quickly because I do have a spread on it. Um, you know, this is this is something that you might want to look at. I think it's still out there, but let's look at Tesla. I think you could probably still get into this trade. Yeah, we had a very nice bounce on Tesla, and it looks like we're we're holding on to it after hours. That's looking good. Yeah, that's looking good. I think Tesla has reversed uh and it's above that 200 day line uh it's still weak i mean I, I wish this was stronger but at least at least from here until about uh 780 i think that you know we could still we could still probably do well in this spread uh trade um if you if you're interested in that particular trade um i do have um i i do have um it available let's see if i can oh, there we go yeah no, i didn't it didn't go Let's let's see if I could show you. Let's see if I could show you that tray. That how to how to get on that. So basically, what you need to do to take a look at this spread trade is go to floor dot Com. And basically, what it does. Oops. Uh, did I get that right? Yeah. Dallas Trading. Floor.com. all right there we go so basically with the office floor.com, it's going to look kind of like this when you get on it it's going to look like that and where the trade is it's right there it says bullish calendar spread on trade. So just click on that and then um, this is how you get this is how you got to take a look at it bull calendar spread on calendar and that we did this one yesterday but i think it's still valid uh, I think you can still enter this one, first, last name, and an email address, and then click there, and it'll show you the deck, which is a good thing. So until um, in, until, uh, until tomorrow at 3.30, thanks, everybody, for dropping by. If you want to get on the action trailer, it's, again, super easy. Just go to www. Dallas, the floor, and that's a, that's a great way to go. Um, to to get on those free trail lights and if you want to be part of our discord community i mean we have a lot of people that have done been very successful in the discord room now this is a pay service but uh, we do have some very very successful people in the discord room that's also available at www Dallas trading floor so until tomorrow at 3 30 thank you everybody for taking a look oh one more thing i want to add <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to get this all in i'm trying to remember to get all this stuff in um, please, if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube, please like us. Okay, like and subscribe. That would be very nice if you did that. That helps me a lot, believe it or not. And uh so like and subscribe if you're on YouTube, and of course, like me if you're on TikTok or it, on LinkedIn. We're on a lot of different platforms. So until tomorrow at 330. Thanks, everybody, and I'll see you. I'll, I'll see you on uh, uh I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, happy trading.